Another edition of the Behind the You podcast, and we are joined by a recent inductee into the UM Sports Hall of Fame, Kevin Brown of baseball fame. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So how fun was that night? You find out to the the events leading up to it and then that night and putting on the jacket. Sure, yeah. So I found out uh, I was actually at a high school football game in Fort Myers watching a buddy of mine, his son, play, you know, right around 830 or so. Me McCabe calls me. Uh, never met me before or talked to him and uh, lets me know that I was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And uh, so it was a pretty surreal moment to hear that. Followed up with, hey, there's a you know golf tournament in a few days. If you could uh, make it over, we'd love to have you at the golf tournament. So made the trip, played in the, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame golf tournament there. And then had the football game uh, introduction at halftime and up in the suite with uh, with David Gill and, you know, my family, some of his family. So it was a great five to seven day stretch once I had the heard the announcement. Um, and then, you know, leading up to the, the banquet, obviously, John Ruth has, has done this before. He was great in kind of walking me and walking us through, hey, you got to get this in, you got to get that in, your jacket sizes, ring sizes, and uh kind of going through what what's going to happen the the night of the banquet and yeah the, the banquet itself was was unbelievable I mean I was able to have my family there actually a lot of my friends that I wasn't expecting that ended up coming over kind of last minute from the west coast from the Fort Myers area came over and um, we had a great night I mean uh, the banquet was top notch you know the setup was amazing at the Watsco Center and, and you know being able to be inducted with not only my teammate, David Gill, which was cool, which I, I mentioned during my speech, you know, kind of speaks the level of teams that we had during that time, but also all the other inductees, um, you know, that I got to watch play, Todd, Aaron Mosier, and then obviously Coach Larinaga, you know, kind of headlining the event, I would say. So uh, it was a great, it was a great night. Make this the day your life changes. The all-new UFIT Gyms has been created to give you exactly what you need to accelerate your fitness results, including state-of-the-art equipment and a new cross-functional turf training area. Enjoy personal training as low as $35 and new small group training classes, including HIT+. Take it to the next level with personalized nutrition from Eat Love, along with anywhere, anytime access to UFIT on demand with over 1,000 workouts. Reach your goals faster at the new UFIT Gyms. So we're going to try and have a good time now. I have a guest here that has joined us. Can you see his face? Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Uh-oh. The only other Hall of Famer in the old one team? There <laughs> <he> is. <laughs> yeah, where, where are you off to, sir? I'm actually going to the UM-Duke game. I thought you were going uh, to tennis. I was, I was supposed to play tennis. It got rained out. Okay. So this is Javi Rodriguez joining the show. I tried to get someone else wrangled up here, but uh, he, he, he might have had other responsibilities. So was Javi on the team for this, Kevin? Javi was on the team for this. He might have been out in the field near Coach Morris when all that. 21st all birthday that story, Javi. Do we remember that? When Paul D came out? <laughs> yes, sir. So do you, do you would you like to serenade us with a good Kevin Brown story? Oh, geez. Um, yeah, actually, I, I have one. It, it's it's pretty good, KB. It's not bad. It's, it's KB's first time staying in Miami going into his freshman year in college i'm going to my senior year of high school and turtle thomas calls me hey i got a guy that might want to play in your summer ball team uh is it okay if he stays with you a few nights and i'm like yeah sure and kevin 
obviously I didn't, I never met him. First of all, I never met somebody that big. There's not a lot of Cubans that size down here. Kevin shows up at my house and, uh, I tell him he'll be sleeping in this room. His foot, his feet stuck out of the bed by like a foot. Cause we don't have beds that big at my house. <laughs> and, uh, and my mom, my mom cooked and I go, KB, you, you want to try this Cuban food? He goes, yeah, sure. I'll have some. He ate it like in, I don't know, three seconds. And he asked for more. It was, it was something called tasajo. It's very salty meat. And uh, KB was drinking water for the, like the next hour because he couldn't. He's like, I need more water. I need more water. He kept drinking water. I don't know if you remember that, KB. I remember that. I mean, that was, you know, obviously I grew up two and a half hours away from Miami, but it, it, I might as well have been in a different country, so to speak. I think for my first experience going over to Miami and staying at Hobby's place. I mean, his mom, unbelievable lady, unbelievable cook. Yeah, I think she started making even more food. Uh, the steak sandwich with the little straw. Yeah, the straw fries drink, on it. And, uh, juice drink fries. That was my first Miami experience. And then we go and play the, the game, the South South Miami Marlins. And what happens then? Well, I remember I had a pretty good game. I had two triples, a home run, and two doubles. I went five for five. Nobody remembers what I did. Kevin hit like three or four home runs. I don't remember <laughs> how many runs you hit. And everybody was like, God, this guy's amazing. And I was like, well, I, I did good too, guys. Nobody cared. And then a fight broke out at the end of the game. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, so we we had some great games. You know, everything's everything's going good. I don't know anyone on the team except for Javi um, on either team. There, there was some stuff. There was some tension during the game. But then, yeah, after – so I'm a – my first year, my first time in Miami and – we're, we're in line to shake hands and we're shaking hands. I don't remember the other team's name, but I think like two people behind me, all of a sudden, you know, I'm shaking hands going through and all of a sudden I kind of feel something going on. One of either our guys or their guys swung on each other and then just kind of a melee ensued. And I'm like, I don't know any of these people. Like I'm just head on a swivel trying to figure it out. Where do I, do I run over here? Do I run over here? And uh, that was my first introduction, I guess, to, uh, to Miami baseball, to South Florida baseball. Um, we already committed. You already get, you were a cane to be. I think I might've already committed. I think this was going into my freshman year. So yeah, I think I already committed. And then turtle was like, Hey, I want you to come play some tournaments with this Miami travel team during the summer. And, um, you know, I don't know what his intention was maybe just to see if he made a good decision or not, but, um, but yeah, we played, a few games down in Miami and then played in a tournament up in Orlando and meet Javi and uh, a bunch of other guys that uh, we became, you know, real good friends. Some guys went on to play other places, but uh, that was a pretty cool experience for me. And what Javi didn't tell you, he drove me to the game and drove me to other places. And that was my first time not only driving in Miami, but having Javi drive me in Miami. So I was about to have a heart attack in the car with some of the maneuvers he was pulling in the uh in the traffic there but the good thing now is Kevin, that i'm a pilot so i could do that in the air and i could hit any other plane so <laughs> i'm dying for you to come fly with me one of these days i'll let you get a few more a uh, few more hours under your belt <laughs> that postseason and was it 01 kb like this kind of monster postseason was that javi oh it was unbelievable i mean it's funny because Kevin, I was talking to somebody that is, I can't believe Kevin's the only other person in the Hall of Fame from that team. I mean, we destroyed people. We had one tight game 
in the World Series. Besides that, I think we won every game by like at least seven runs, if not way more. Uh, I mean, the championship game, we won, what, 12 to one? It, it was an unbelievable run. And, you know, playing with the team that we were on was amazing. You know, I was a very good piece of a puzzle. I don't think I would have succeeded as much being around guys like Kevin. We had three Kevins on the team. They all played great parts in the World Series. Jimerson, Mike. I mean, it was just such a, a perfect team. Like, I like to tell people, I'm like, when we lost, we lost. We didn't get beat. We just, we went out too much the night before. Um, <laughs> you know, it was that kind of a team. I mean, what, what, yeah, what Javi was saying is not only, I'll call it four great teams. I mean, my freshman year, we had what I thought, you know, walking in was you got Pat Burrell, Aubrey Huff, Jason Michaels, Bobby Hill, you know, obviously Alex Santos. I mean, so many just absolute studs on the team. And we kind of the same thing. Regular season, we just ran through people. And then for whatever reason, it just didn't click in the postseason. And coming into my sophomore year, Javi's freshman year, we lost a lot of people. And we're like, all right, well, we'll see how this, this team kind of plays out. And then we had guys like Javi, you know, Mike Rodriguez and all these other pieces that just stepped in and we became not only a power hitting team, but a speed team. I mean, obviously Javi, I still, I mean, I, I show people uh, Javi's picture today and I'm like, this guy is like the all time stolen base leader <laughs> by far for the Miami Hurricanes. He was unbelievable. I mean, there was like six guys on that team that had, I think 30 plus stolen bases, which you look at teams now. And if I, if one guy's got 30 stolen bases, it's like, this guy's the, you know, leading the nation, but um, they were, they were great teams to be on. All right. So Javi, you mentioned a few times you and KB are the only ones from the Oh one team in the hall of fame. Who would be the next guy up? I, I think there's like three or four people that should probably be on there um, that are good. I know um, from the 99 team, you know, we had two aces, Alex Santos and David Gill. And David Gill just got in. I thought that was long overdue. Uh, he was a great pitcher for us. Uh, he had a great career also. You know, as far as 01, I mean, Kevin Howard was a great player. Mike Rodriguez was a great player. KB, anybody else you could think of? I mean, Jimerson had an unbelievable World Series. You know, guys like that. Uh, Tommy Farmer won 15 games for us that year. That's unheard of. You know, the year before he was just a closer and and he got into the starting job. We just, it wasn't a team that you're, you're looking at and you're like, all right, who played in the big leagues? No, nobody. It was just, we were all very good college players. We're all very smart and we really played well as a team. I mean, I, I can sit here and tell you that lucky for us, we had Kevin Brown, postseason Kevin Brown on our team because what he did in the postseason is unheard of. I mean, when you have games where you get 10, 10 RBIs and three home runs, you know, to win a regional final, that's just – you don't see those things that much in in, in college baseball, uh, yet alone on your team. Um, but, you know, both championship games, the guy has like eight or nine RBIs. And it's just amazing to, to play with somebody like that, let alone my favorite thing about having him is him playing first base because every time I made a throw – he was huge. You can get it, and he picked everything, which was great. 
people don't realize how good Kevin actually was defensively. He was like a cat, like a big cat over there. Big cat. The big cat. Hey, are you at the stadium yet, Javi? I am. I just parked. All right, so do me a favor. If you can, you can hang up now. If you find Clute, if you want to dial back in for like 60 seconds, he was supposed to be on here, but he's working. Okay. I'll, I'll look for him. All right. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for surprising All right, us. Man. Thanks for popping Thank in. You. Thanks, Javi. All right, KB. See you, buddy. Thanks, Javi. When you think of great football and baseball, you think about the you. When you get hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck, you need to think Lebovic Law Group. At Lebovic Law Group, you come first. We work to get you all the money you are entitled to. Injured? You need to call or click Lebovic. Lebovic Law Group, the exclusive sponsor of the Miami Hurricanes and proud sponsor of all things you. Go you! couple different things one so you your freshman year right Bur- you mentioned burl huff michaels like how ridiculous was pat burl he was a uh, unbelievable player i mean i when i took my my visit to miami uh he was one of the first guys that i met turtle introduced me to him and then i hadn't i had followed miami baseball but not not too closely and i actually I, I was being recruited by Florida State. You know, obviously growing up during that time, FSU was always on the Sunshine Network, so they were always visible to me. Um, and then I go to Miami and I meet Pat, and then I kind of come home and I start doing some research. I'm like, geez, this guy, this guy hit like 500 last year, and this, you know, this is going to be – this is the other third baseman that I'm going to be competing with. And unbelievable player, unbelievable guy. Aubrey Huff, same thing. I mean, Aubrey was my – uh, those guys kind of took me under their wing my freshman year. Aubrey was my roommate on road trips. He was a junior. I was a freshman. Uh, I don't know how that got paired up, but that, you know, he and I were, were roommates on road trips. And then just with Pat and I being third baseman, kind of having similar, uh, similar interests, I guess. I mean, there was, it started very early on. I'm sitting in my dorm room as a freshman. We lived in the dorms and, uh, I'd get a phone call um, on a Monday night or a Tuesday night saying, hey, we're downstairs. Be down here in five minutes. I didn't ask any questions. I'd get dressed and get down there and we'd, we'd do, you know, go out, do whatever. And uh, But those guys, Jason Michaels too, um, Bobby Hill, and they were extremely hard workers too. I mean, it was seeing those guys put in the work. I mean, everyone, you know, you come from high school, and, you know, I worked out in high school and did extra practice and that stuff. But you come to a school like Miami, it's a different world. The practices are tough. And when you get done with practice, you're expected to to go, you know, to do additional workouts and all this stuff. And those guys kind of taught me how to do that. That you can do, you know, you can, yeah, you can have fun. Like having fun is part of it. But they, all those guys... Uh, and all my teammates, not just those guys, but they, they loved the game. They knew how to play the game. They took it serious. And, uh, and it showed, I, I was going to tell this story, but I was, I obviously didn't play a lot my freshman year in the beginning, Pat Burrell sitting on third base. Uh, my other position that I could play first base, uh, Aubrey Huff was sitting over there as well as Rick Sagisi. They're kind of splitting time. And then Jason Michaels hurt his, he hurt his arm. He was the right fielder and unbelievable player. Had was having a great year. He hurt his arm. Came in like uh, 
in between innings saying, hey, my arm's shot. I'm sitting on the dugout. Coach Morris is walking down. He, you played outfield in, in uh, high school, right? And I was like, yeah. Never played, never set foot in the outfield in high school. <laughs> I just kind of, I don't even know how I, I mean, I automatically was like, yeah, I played outfield. He's like, right field next inning. And uh, went out to right field. I was like, how hard can it be? You know, I'm not the fastest guy, but I, you know, I can read balls and everything. And I held my own out there and I ended up starting like 30 games my freshman year in right and left field. And so that kind of gave me my opportunity, obviously, to get to get at bats my freshman year and uh, to set me up for for my sophomore year. So um, that's kind of how that that all played out. But for, as a power hitter, though, watching Pat, well, that must have been an experience. That was an experience. Yeah, he was he could do things with the baseball that, uh, you know, I didn't know were, were possible. And just the way he carried himself, you know, I remember he was obviously going to be the number one pick. Everyone knew it. Scouts at every practice, every game. Uh, there was one practice in particular. He and I are in the same hitting group. And uh, I think the, the head cross checker for the Phillies or – one of the main guys was in town and he was there at practice and they brought a box of wooden bats and they came out there and we're taking batting practice with our aluminum bats. And, uh, they come out there with some wooden bats and say, Hey, we want to, we want to see you hit. We want to see you hit with wood. And, uh, you know, I'm like kind of in awe of these, these MLB guys and Pat immediately was like, Nope, I don't hit with wood. I hit with aluminum this year, next year I'll hit with wood. And uh, just flat out to their faces, like, I'm not hitting with, a, with wood. You can watch me here with aluminum. And uh, he continued to hit with aluminum in batting practice. And uh, obviously, it, it worked out. He was number one overall by the Phillies. And um, But, yeah, those guys, Jason Michaels, too. Jason Michaels was a, a pure athlete, all-around athlete. Um, watching him play, he had speed. He had an unbelievable arm unbelievable power um aubrey one of the greatest swings i've you know ever seen and just kind of and me not knowing any better i'm like so this is i guess this is what college baseball is like these you know not only those three guys but just everyone else on the team um it was it was a it was a great eye-opening experience for me for sure um and i think it helped shape my the, my remaining three year, three years there at, at Miami. Change the trajectory of your career or find your new passion. Both are possible at the University of Miami's Division of Continuing and International Education. The division offers over 50 courses with online and hybrid options for on-the-go professionals and busy parents. Visit miami.edu slash DCIE to learn more or call our enrollment advisors at 305-284-4000 to discover which course is right for you. 98, That I hate to bring up memories, but 98 was the Robbie Morrison year in the World Series with Warren Morris. Do I have that right, or is that 96? That was 96. 96, okay. Yeah, yeah, 98 was the year, it was my freshman year, 97, 98, that, um, you know, again, for... For whatever reason, we show up to the College World Series. We, I think we were, I think we were number one in the nation at that time, and um, that was when the draft 
was during oh, yeah. the same time as the College World Series. And I remember it was weird. You know, I was a freshman, so I didn't have to worry about it. But during the game uh, of Long Beach State, there's guys yelling out to Pat. It's like, Pat, you know, number one, you just got selected. Or Jason, second round. Or, you know, so all these guys are like, oh, you know, they're finding out in the middle of a game. And I'm not saying that had anything to do with it, but it was just a weird – Yeah. It was just a weird vibe to uh, to have, and I think that's part of the reason they made that change to push it. I think they pushed it back a couple weeks, or or maybe forward a couple weeks. But yeah, I was the I caught bullpens in the College World Series my freshman year. Um, oh yeah, that was my first experience of seeing how how much Nebraska fans hated Miami just oh, because yeah. of all the Oof. all the football the football stuff going on uh, in past years, but. Um, you were there at a good great. time, dude. You were there at a good time for football. You guys, that was a nice little window there at UM. You know, that's what I tell like my 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 family, my wife, and my kids. My son's twenty one. Uh, my daughter's fourteen and ten. But my son's a huge Miami fan, and probably because early on, I'm like, you know, obviously these stories, and he's getting into watching this stuff on YouTube, and I do. I tell people like it was an unbelievable time to not only be a baseball player there, but the football team was just coming out of, you know, the stuff they had going on in the the mid to late nineties. My freshman year, I'm living in the dorms with Santana Moss, Reggie Wayne, um, Ed Reed, like all these guys, Dan Morgan, Dan Morgan and I had like three classes together my freshman, sophomore year. Like it was just, these guys are hall of famers on the football side. And then, basketball was making a run during that time a lot of people don't remember i mean they i think they may have gone to the yeah and they're leonard i think they had they had a good squad i think it was tim james maybe james jones i think that crew was running through there helmsley maybe so my freshman year i actually sitting in the dorms a buddy calls me and i can get uh, two tickets to the game seven of the the marlins world series the 97 world series they're 80 bucks a piece and i think i had 80 bucks to last me the rest of the month but we so we bought tickets we were in probably the the third to last row in the top there at uh pro player whatever it was called at the time but we saw the marlins win the world series that year very cool dolphins <laughs> dolphins made the playoffs i think they were they played the jets in the playoffs one or two of those years so it was um so fortunate for me to be a miami hurricane and in miami at that time. Um, so why'd you come? Because you said, you mentioned before, you didn't know much about Miami. You're getting recruited by Florida State and other schools. Like, so ultimately, what was the, what sealed the deal for you? They didn't have really, they didn't really have travel ball back then. And travel ball was just starting to become a thing. But I played in multiple different summer leagues after high school, American Legion. I would try to find a team and get on a team. Yeah, I had gone to the Florida State baseball camp for like three straight summers. So they had been calling me. I went to the uh, the Clemson baseball camp. So they were kind of calling me and uh, just a summer, summer league Legion game. Turtle Thomas was there. Watched the game. I think I had a decent game. We might have had like a double or triple header that game. And he watched probably a full game of mine and um, came up to me and my dad. My dad and I after the game and introduced himself and said, hey, you know, we want to keep in touch with you. And Next year, high school season, uh, Coach Morris came over to a game. It was funny because we were playing uh, the Sarasota High School. They had a guy named Bobby Say, Bobby C, a left-handed pitcher. 
ended up playing in the big leagues for seven or years, but left a lefty throwing 97 in high school. And uh, so that's the game that coach Morris comes to. We got beat one, nothing. Uh, I think I was over three and strike out a couple ground outs, but I made a couple good defensive plays. Talked to him after the game. He's like, Hey, we want to get you down to Miami. One of our camps. So I went to a camp, went on a visit there, met, met the team, met, went to lunch with some of the guys. They expressed the most interest, I think, at that time. You know, they said, hey, we want you to be a Miami Hurricane. Turtle came to my house. We sat down. We talked about it. And um, Florida State had kind of gone cold for whatever reason. And uh, I called Jamie Shoup, which was the assistant coach at FSU at the time, and said, hey, I think I'm going to sign with Miami. They're, they made me a, an offer. And a uh, week or two go by, I didn't hear anything, so I ended up signing. And then he ended up calling my dad about a week later and was like, hey, what happened? You know, I thought he was coming here. And so, yeah, that was it. I mean, I was committed to go to Miami after I saw guys like Pat and, you know, Jason Michaels and, and some of those guys in uh, the facility. And, you know, I had never been to Miami. And I know my parents were obviously a little scared, like, you're going to go to school in Miami. But then we didn't realize, like, Coral Gables is kind right. of a different thing. Correct. Uh, so we get there and we're like, all right, this isn't like Crockett and Tubbs, you know, cruising <laughs> the streets type of thing. But, uh, but yeah, then, then that was it. And the uh, best decision I've ever made. I knew I wasn't going to be playing third base. Um, I knew I had a shot at maybe playing a little bit of first base. Uh, Rick Segisi was the first baseman and Aubrey Huff was DHing and maybe playing a little bit of first. So just trying to see if I could crack the lineup. And then, like I said, I, was fortunate to get out in the outfield and uh, 30 or so games out in uh, out in right and left field my freshman year. And then that was it. I kind of hurt my, I hurt my arm the end of my freshman year. I went on to play. I played in the Cape Cod league, opted not to do surgery because that would have meant that I couldn't do anything for pretty much the whole summer. And so I rehabbed my shoulder, fortunately was able to, was able to heal and strengthen that. And uh, was a, you know, played, Played in the high for the Hannah Smiths in the Cape Cod League my freshman year and my sophomore year in the summers, which was another great experience. I was a I was a garbage man from uh, like eight a.m. to noon every day, and then I'd go right to the field. And um, Cape Cod's not a bad place to be. No, it was a good spot. Great competition. You know, obviously wood bats. First time using wood bats. That's an adjustment, but um, great times. This epic postseason you had in 2001, Javi referenced it. Like, what is, what's what's it just like to be in that? I'll call it a zone, just to be there. Like, to do that, be there, and to do it over multiple postseason tournaments, for lack of a better word, right? Regionals, play, you know, college World Series, et cetera. It's weird. Like, I had, a, I had a good career in Miami, regular season career. And for whatever reason, I still don't – we would play the – the, the New York posts of the world or CW posts and the New York texts, you know, these, we, we they weren't come in a down, right? They come down and right. You bring them down for a series. We weren't in a, yeah, we weren't in a conference. So we'd play some of these teams throughout the year where, you know, the guys would be licking their chops like, Oh, we're going to, this is to pad the stats. And for whatever reason, it seemed like I was always 0 for 4 with three K's during those games. <laughs> um, the only guy in the team that never got a hit, but then, you know, it just seemed like when we played the FSUs and the Florida Gators and those other teams, like I had good games and, uh, you know, not just my, my senior year, but my sophomore year, you know, leading into that 
that World Series, going through those regionals at that time, and then in the the College World Series, I I got hot, you know, right at the end again. And my junior year, I still feel like that was going to be my best year. I I broke my leg in in March, um, fouled a ball off my shin, and I uh, was having my best year at that time. And came back at the end, but was a mess out there hobbling around and just could never really get it going. And that kind of carried into my senior year where I had some ups and downs throughout the season. Uh, again, every time we'd play those teams that we were supposed to be, you know, one for four, oh for four, oh for three. It just, I could never, never get it going for whatever reason. But I always looked at the playoffs as a reset, no matter how the season was. And then Javi mentioned my defense. That was always, whenever I would get into a little slump, I would try to shift my focus. All right, let me do, let me do something right. Let me, <laughs> let me make sure I don't let a ball get by me. Let me pick everything. Let me work harder at that. And then leading into the playoffs, it was always clean slate. I'm coming in as, in, in my mind, coming in as uh, on the same playing field as everyone else, average-wise, home runs-wise. Now let's see what we can do. And it is it is different, I think, of uh, being in front of playoff crowds, obviously in Omaha, 25,000 people. I would say I did thrive on that. I loved being, like, in those kind of venues. And, yeah, I was fortunate to, you know, put put some games together. I mean, those, those stretches of 8 to 12 games, 16 games in the playoffs was able to kind of hit my stride at that time. We have a return visitor. Mr. Hey, Chris, Chris Clute is here. You're live, sir. How are you? Good. How's it going? So he, oh, hey, Chris, he was just talking about the 01 postseason. So how sick was it? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Did he tell you about how he was on? He was in the uh, bar after the game, the championship game. <laughs> he did serving not. Serving drinks to everybody. Which one? Which the game was that? After the Stanford, after we won the second national championship. So that would have been a bar in Omaha. Absolutely. The old Chicago, I think. Old Chicago. So have you seen a guy mash like him, Chris? No. No. Nobody. Nobody. This guy, look at this guy. He's doing he's work. He's on duty on the podcast. This Hudak will have to sweep this under the rug too. <laughs> on duty right now. <laughs> on duty. <laughs> we had to get you on, dude. You told me too much good stuff yesterday. We had to get you on. Yeah. KB, what's up, man? No, another man. Looking good. Did you hit the gym today? No, you know what? I didn't. I didn't. I had to save my energy for tonight. You want to throw in a good story on the way out? Because Javi and KB went to town earlier. I don't have one right now off the top of my head. I really don't. All right. It's probably KB's probably happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're in uniform, so. Yeah, you're yeah I got to keep it clean. I got to keep right. it professional. No problem. Well, Chris, I appreciate yeah. you stopping by. I know we, we tried right. to work this out. Thanks for making it happen. You See got you, buddy. it, man. All right. Hey, he hasn't worked out legs in like 10 years. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> All right. See you guys. See ya. All right. On, on the way out, KB, like I think you mentioned in your speech, you kind of mentioned here, but you just, your love for the school, your love for the U, the baseball, the university, the city, just can put it into words for us. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, uh, I would say I owe the University of Miami pretty much everything post, post uh, my post career there. You know, I mean, it was I learned so much about baseball, learned so much about life, met 
lifelong friends there, got an education. And then even, you know, after my, my minor league days, you know, the minor leagues, when you come from a school like Miami and just that camaraderie that, that our teams had, and then, you know, you're playing, you're playing for something, you're playing for that school, you're playing for your teammates. Uh, you get into to pro ball in the minor leagues and it's a, a completely different ball game. You know, you're trying to make it to the next level. You're trying to, uh, I tell, I tell some of my friends, like it's, you know, I'm playing first base and I got another guy on, first, uh, on the bench. It's also a first baseman. And if I roll my ankle, he's like, Oh, are you, you know, are you okay? But in the back of his head, he's like, like I want this guy out of here because I want to play. And uh, which is, it's just the nature of, of the game when you get to that level. And so, but even after all that, like just looking for a, for a job and for my next career, you, you have on your, your resume that you, you, played college baseball at the University of Miami and um, you won some championships and that does carry a lot of weight for, you know, potential managers and whatnot that are hiring you. And just, um, I learned so much while I was there uh, on and off the field in the classroom. I love Miami. I love, I try to get to the football games when I can too. I try to get to the baseball games. Um, you know, just, uh, I mentioned about, playing in that alumni game and uh it, it is you know you 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 get a you get an opportunity to to maybe step back in time and now I'm one of those old guys that yeah maybe I'm reliving the past a little bit but to me I don't it's a good feeling so I'm going to try to do that to just be a part of it to be to be on the same field as the current players and I'm fortunate to have some of my same coaches that are still there and and GM, you know, no, he's not going, he's got, he's not going anywhere. GM. Yeah. I mean, that guy, I think he was just a couple years older than us when he was uh, the, you know, the manager for us, but um, it just to, just to be able to get back there and, and reconnect with, with all, all your old buddies and, and coaches and then the fans, you know, there's, I still see a ton of the same fans that were there when, when I was there. That's just so cool to, to see and be a part of, I, you know, I love, I love my, I've instilled it into my, to my kids, you know, there's not a, there's not a ton of us over here on the, on the West coast. Yeah, You got more to deal with, man. You got the Gators to deal with all people parachuting in from up North. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Gator and Seminoles. And then obviously the, the Ohio state contingent oh, is, uh, is big down here as well. So, uh, but I, I, I love the U. I cherish the time that I had there and I'm glad I could still be, be a part of it still, you know, now getting inducted in the hall of fame again, being even more a part of it. It's just, uh, it means so much to me, you know, so much to my wife too, even though she wasn't there with me during that time, she's lived a lot of it with me and a lot of obviously my, my post post career at Miami. And, um, you know, it's just great. It's great for them to be a part of it too. And, you said your son's a diehard. He is a a die. He's watched. I'm sure he's watching the baseball game right now. Um, not just baseball. He's he knows everything about the football program. He knows everything about the basketball program. He was so excited to be able to get a picture with Jim Laranega at the banquet. Last minute, flew out to Kansas City to watch. Oh, you went? The, um, oh, yeah. To watch them play Texas, and that was uh, what a game to be able to to be there. Yeah. Now my. My daughter's a freshman in high school. She wants to go to Miami. And so hopefully 
hopefully I'll be back there, you know, regularly, if not watching them play sports, but, uh, you know, at least getting them into school and, uh, and watching that. So telling them where to go and where not to go. Right. <laughs> it's a little different. As you know, it's a little, the past yeah. 20 years, a lot of some of the grime they, they've, they've cleansed some of the grime out of the Grove for, for, for worse, for, I would say, I wasn't gonna say for better, probably for worse, but you know, the Grove had a distinct feel, had a distinct uh, vibe in the Grove and it's, they, they've, it's kind of uh, been upstaged a little bit. So, well, KB, I appreciate you doing this. Thanks for uh, opening up and, and letting everyone share some, we, we, we pulled it out. We got, we got the good yeah. stuff. We got the good stuff. This will be great. And uh, congratulations again on going into the Hall of Fame. And thanks for doing this. No, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a great night. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. You too. Bye. Bye. KB telling some great stories, the Behind the You podcast. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you, you can join us at Gulfstream Park this winter with live action Wednesday through Sunday. You can enjoy entertainment outdoors at the Carousel Club or Feast in Ten Palms. If you're not hungry, there's plenty to do. You can visit on-site shopping locations, fashion stores, home furnishings. They got it all. For schedules, reservations, and tickets, visit GulfstreamPark.com.